The playing time of the music determines the number of grooves per inch that will be cut into the record. The sound dynamics of the music determine how far apart the grooves must be. going on guys welcome to the phonic files um if you're new here thank you for thank you for joining first of all um if you're new here uh but basically what this is is like an album club where i take a guest and i take an album and i try to do it to where it's one that's personal to them and we just kind of talk about it so um if you don't know my name is ben it's kind of new to this podcast game but i'm working on it and uh i'm joined today by uh by uh, my buddy joker so uh joker how are you doing Hey, I'm doing pretty well. How's it going, guys? And you, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> it's not going too bad. Um, yeah. That's good. Yeah. So, um, It's not as bad as other days, or as good as other days, I suppose. Yeah, yeah. So, um, <laughs> the uh, artist, the, the whole thing that we're doing today, we're doing Zero One by The Living Tombstone. This is more of uh, Joker's forte. This is still kind of an impromptu thing. Kind of last minute, thrown together, but we're making it work. So, um, Joker, give a little bit of an, of an abbreviated history of uh, Living Tombstone for me. Abbreviated history. All right. So, The Living Tombstone originally started out as Yoav Landau. Um, he changed The Living Tombstone around 2011, 2012, when he made Discord, which was a My Little Pony song for the uh, Brony fandom. Uh, but he really got bigger around 2014 2015 when uh when he created his uh, five nights at freddy's songs which got massively popular because of also massively popular five nights at freddy's at the time at least um and that's how most people got into the community there are uh, probably two other ways that people could have um after their five nights at freddy's songs that ended in about 2016 uh maybe 2017 he made other video game music for games such as Undertale, Deltarune, uh, Baldi's Basics, Tattletale, and so on. Um, but he never really made any original music until he met Sam Haft when he was doing a remix for uh, Bill and Sam's I Don't Know What Sex Is, which was, I believe, an adult swim so sure. I could be wrong on that, though. Uh, and they made their first single uh, called My Ordinary Life. It got uh, massive support from their fan base, and a lot of people started listening to them that way. Um, after that, they thought, hey, we should make more more good music. I guess, I guess all music is good music, but more original music. Uh, they started developing Zero One, uh, I heard back in 2018, but never really started writing for the songs until 2019. And then... Uh, COVID happened and all that, so they had to sort of, you know, they couldn't really go see each other to record, uh, but they still were able to get it out during COVID season in August of 2020, uh, after they already had released, uh, I think, three of their singles from, from Zero One, being Drunk, Sunburn, and Chosen in that order, and then uh, when Zero One, the entire album came out, it came along with a uh, with a music video for the song What I Want, 
which is uh, one of them that we're going to be talking about today. Ever since then, they have continued to make original music, such as their uh, recent hit with the fans called Love I Need, a great song as well. Uh, after that, after Love I Need, they made more video game music. They've been working on a game soundtrack for In Sound Mind, which might come out soon. Uh, it could have another delay, but no one really knows yet. Uh, but yeah, they're making their own game. They're uh, doing video game music. I think they're working on another, uh, not another Zero One, but another album similar to that. So that's good. Uh, that's kind of the abbreviated history of 2011 to now. It's a pretty vast history for a very small amount of time, too. Yeah, for sure. Uh, it, uh, I think it's more complicated than other other uh, kind of video game musicians, such as DA Game, CG5, etc., yeah. etc. Um, I could go on for another 20 minutes about their history, <laughs> but I'm sure you wouldn't want that. <laughs> I mean, I, it, it, it just makes things feel smoother with more abbreviated, I suppose. Yeah, and so yeah, for sure. moving on to zero one, um, we figured this out last night. There's not really a lot of information about it, about like big, yeah. big important things yeah, recently prior very... to the album being released, other than uh, the band being signed to Warner Music in 2019. Yeah, they were signed for Warner Music back in 2019. They released zero one uh, through their own record label called Ghost Pixel. Uh, mm-hmm. I don't know if they've had that for a while or if they recently came up with that. Uh, I would assume they've had it for at least a bit because uh, they didn't. They weren't signed under any label when they released their video game music yeah. on uh, Apple and Spotify. Um, what was I gonna say? <laughs> <laughs> I forgot what I was gonna say. <laughs> Go on. Well, yeah, <laughs> you were certainly gonna say something. That's for sure. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, I guess with that, we can kind of move on to the next part of this so i i yeah. think um oh i remember what i was gonna oh, say shit. We'll, 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 we'll backtrack a little bit go ahead uh so zero one is not very lore oriented such as uh some albums such as the 21 pilots albums or uh I don't, I don't really know any other musicians or artists that may do lore stuff but there are some storytelling elements to zero one so keep that in mind uh whilst you're listening uh, some of the songs have their own story, but for the most part, it's all one collective story. Mm-hmm. That's that's all I have to say about the album. Yeah, I mean, well, you know I listened to it. We Not we tried to record album. last night and had some technical errors, but uh, you yeah. know I listened to it right beforehand, so it was, even now I listened to it while I was at work, so it's still fresh in my mind. Yeah. Um, I listened to the entire album today, so. Make That's sure not that a new thing it. for you. You said that you listen to the album yeah. almost on a weekly basis at this point. <laughs> yeah, uh, weekly was a bit of an under-exaggeration. I listen to it, like, tri-daily. <laughs> Every th- uh, two or three days or so, I'd say. I just keep it on while playing Minecraft or whatever. Mm. But, uh, yeah, so um, I think we, well, like, well, let's move on to this next little segment of this. So... The discovery part, I think, well, we talked about it again last night, uh, we have a very similar path of discovery. We really discovered them around the 2014 era when the FNAF songs started coming out and blowing up. Yeah, for sure. Like, um, uh, what was the, I, again, I don't remember the first one I really heard besides the original. I remember hearing the original one 
And uh, yeah, the original one was the one that kind of got everyone into it. Uh, more people started listening to it as the uh, as Five Nights at Freddy's Two and Five Nights at Freddy's Three mm-hmm. came out. And then those uh, subsequent songs got released a few months later than when they were released, which was by the time the next game was coming out. Uh, a lot of people got into it from the meme in, I believe it was uh, early 2020, when the man behind the slaughter meme oh my was God. around. Yeah, dude, no, that one, and then uh, Jack Black TikToks going, Five Nights at Freddy's. Yeah, that too. <laughs> <laughs> That's all right. I mean, hey, this song... I'm sure that the band still appreciate so they appreciate it so because it's their big yeah. one of their biggest songs, and Jack yeah, fucking Black song. himself is like, you know what, <laughs> I got this, guys. Yeah, I adore Jack Black. I don't listen to much of his music, but he's a great guy. I mean, I I'm, this is like as a tangent. I fucking love Tenacious D. Mm. I pretty I like their song Pick a Poo. <laughs> Alone as fucking time ago in a town called Kikapu. <laughs> it's just, it's so ridiculous to me. It is. It's absolutely ridiculous. But, um, yeah, I, and we, I remember, the one I distinctly remember being like, huh, that, that's weird compared to the first and second one. It kind yeah, of was after the third uh, one. It kind of started getting weird for me. Yeah, um, the third one I don't really like. Uh, and not many of us talk about it anymore. We don't talk about much of the video game music in the Discord, weirdly. We more talk about Zero One and Love I Need more than anything. They're original songs. Um, but there are some people who still talk about the video game songs as they're releasing them still. They recently came out with an Among Us song. Well, of course uh, they did. <laughs> after, like a year after the craze. <laughs> um, but, uh, what was I saying? Something about I was Kick-a-Poo? saying uh, about how... <laughs> <laughs> about how people were uh, getting into the band, I think. Uh, yeah, a lot of people got into it from the uh, meme early 2020, Man Behind the Slaughter. That was like imposter before Among Us was big. Mm-hmm. Everyone would, was calling each other the Man Behind the Slaughter. And, or you got in from No Mercy, which was also a meme. Uh, late 2018, when TikTok was first a thing. Uh, if you don't know the song, it's the one that's like, maybe I'll be Tracer, and then so on and so forth. Uh, but those are kind of the three things that uh, got people into the band. Uh, otherwise, I would say like 5% of the people just got in from YouTube recommendations. <laughs> the algorithm is weird like that. So yeah, probably. Yeah. So um, Yeah, for sure. What kind of drew you in to about, about the band when you first heard them? What kind of like? What did I think of them? What made you intrigued by it? Like, what what oh, drew what you made in? Me intrigued. Uh, I mean, I was really into video game music back then. I still sort of am. I still uh, look back and listen on their old songs sometimes because I do think they're legitimately good. Uh, I don't know. I was into those kinds of bands, artists, DA Games, CG Five, Living Tombstone. Uh, there were a few others. JT Machinima. Was, I oh my that. god, Machinima, dude. <laughs> F in the chat. F in the chat for Machinima. But, I do believe that most people look back on their songs and realize, man, we were just kind of little kids. Like, if I, if I didn't know of this band and, um, 
a Five Nights at Freddy's song, one of their Five Nights at Freddy's songs was the first thing I heard from them, then I probably would avoid him. Mm. <laughs> because I can enjoy the songs now, because I realized uh, that I liked them before. But if I didn't know of the band, then I would be like, what the fuck is this? Five Nights at Freddy's! It's still a good song. <laughs> I don't listen to it much because it has too much auto tune for me. I mean, it kind of uh, works, but did, yeah. Uh, most of the lyrics for those, actually. Uh, Yoav did none of the lyrics for Zero One. It was all Sam Haft. Actually, he might have done some backing vocals. I think he did some backing vocals for um, for Drunk and Zero One, mm-hmm. and then he might have also done uh, some for What I Want. But it, for for the most part, it was Sam and uh, some other people. I forgot their name. Mm. There are a few others for like live stuff. So um yeah, I mean obviously we've been talking this whole time. It's very similar for both of us. Mm-hmm. Um, um well, we had decided we were gonna do three, but yeah. we're not even very far into this into recording right now. I mean we could probably talk about all minutes f- in. Yeah, we could probably just talk about all five of them. If we went less long than we did uh for last recording session mm-hmm. i mean uh, well I, it's like you we said we're what 12 minutes in yeah 12 minutes and 57 seconds we'll do all five of them we could talk a little bit longer about each of them don't have to do yeah. like right. three sentences for each one we'll, we'll talk a little bit about more of them i suppose yeah so um we'll do an instrumental and lyrical analysis yeah yep so let's go ahead and go to with, um you want to start with lazy yeah, let's start with lazy. Um, right. I think it's I, the, the biggest thing I, I noticed is that musically, at least, I obviously have the lyrics pulled up right here too. Musically, yeah, at least, it's very, they're very much um, it's very much a pop rock esque song. Yeah, it's uh, it's very rocky. One of the rockier songs on the album. Uh, you won't find this kind of rock in. Al, uh, not albums, uh, in songs such as, you know, Drunk or Sunburn, uh, but uh, you might hear it in, like, Longtime Friends, maybe. Maybe Fly Home, even. Mm-hmm. Uh, but this is definitely one of the uh, rock-eater songs, for lack of a better term. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, I, uh, I personally love it, because I'm in love with that very much. I just yeah, kind of call it the gorilla I, uh, sound. Because mm-hmm. that's the first band I think of when I think of that it's almost pop rock, but it's some, there's something that does, isn't quite pop, poppy, and, poppy or rocky about it. Yeah. So it's, it's that um, gorilla sound, and I, I love that gorilla sound. So that's, that's what kind of really drew me into Lazy, is that it's, it sounds like a gorilla song. Mm-hmm. I don't listen to much of gorillas, but if I were to uh, pinpoint a song on the album that sounded... Like, the songs that I've heard from Gorillaz, it would probably be Fly Home. Mm-hmm. For um, sure. Yeah, it's definitely one of those songs that is from uh, an indie-er band, in my opinion. Yeah. I love all the songs, but Fly Home is uh, my second least favorite, I think. Second least. <laughs> it, it, yeah, it, uh, it kind of flip-flops from time to time. Mm. My, uh, my least right now is Longtime Friends. Mm-hmm. Just mainly because I don't really relate with it that much right now. Mm. 
but uh, lyrically, Lazy is very organized. It's organized and it's full of imagery. Yeah. Uh, the just the first uh, four lines: lights out, eyes closed, the day gone, stay home. Uh, you can tell this person does not really enjoy going outside, being outside, being around other people. He likes laying down, sleeping, doing whatever he wants on his own, mm. uh, as I like to do. <laughs> mm -hmm. I don't really, and I don't really like going outside either. So that's why I, uh, that's why I relate with this song. It's probably the second most relatable song to me right now, at least. Uh, well, right now would be the first most relatable song on the album. Uh, the the entire first verse is just uh, him sort of talking about the stuff that he does <laughs> uh, because he is so lazy, as the song says. Uh, it reads, The clock's running out, although I should be rushing. I can't follow through. Time has flew, and I'm doing nothing. TV, maybe, feels so lazy. I can't motivate from the weight that I'm under. I'm so overwhelmed, so just go ahead and take it. It's yours. Yeah. Uh, as we as you get more and more into the song, then you'll realize that he is sort of demotivated uh, mm -hmm. from making something, it seems. It's sort of similar to Can't Wait in that way. Mm -hmm. um, uh, I mean, eh. What I Want is also very similar to these two songs, I realized. Uh, but what I want is like when he is motivated, and then lazy and can't wait is when he's not. If uh, if they are tied together, which is what the fans theorize, uh, that these three songs are tied together in some some way somehow. Mm -hmm. uh, the chorus is, sounds way different than the verse. The chorus sounds something more poppy than the verse. I would say. Uh, the first verse is more uh, more rocky more rappy too it's kind of like a rock rap um and then the chorus is something that i would pull out of i don't know the pulse on sirius xm mm -hmm. uh it doesn't have an annotation on it unfortunately but i can probably annotate it myself uh, i'm losing the will i had to move i've no longer got a thing to prove becoming so lazy it's crazy that they see a way me and you can deliver something new uh, so uh, it becomes obvious that this person is demotivated from making something uh, on their own, at least. Uh, me and you uh, is probably thinking about like letting someone down because he doesn't feel like motivated, I guess. I can't think of synonyms for motivated, so I'm just going to have to say that over and over. Yeah. Um, My favorite thing right now about it is that while... This whole thing is more, or it seems to be about how, according to the annotation, Skull Guy procrastinates. Oh, God. Yeah, don't, <laughs> don't read the annotations. The guy, who, uh, the guy who does the annotations for Zero One in this song is not good at annotations. Ungenius, that is. Well, I think my favorite thing right now is the last line of the inter, or the second to last, one of the last lines of the interlude. It's been a long time since No Mercy. Yeah. I love uh, that because even though it's not meant to be a this is a song that I wrote for me and about me, mm -hmm. it kind of takes it and makes and like 
infuses the personality of Sam Haft into the the, the singer. Yeah. Actually, it's, it's the annotation does mention a, something from the Discord Q and A, mm-hmm. and it says that he had said the line, "It's been a long time since No Mercy" in Lazy is like the thought process of the thought process of my hits are several years old. What if I can't make good shit anymore? Yeah. Uh, actually, uh, Sam wasn't around when No Mercy came out, uh, but. Uh, he might have been a uh, part of the band at least. I think they were working on My Ordinary Life at the time, yeah. so he might have been around when when No Mercy was. Around. Might have like helped write that. Uh, but yeah, uh, I was actually in that Discord Q and A when he said that. Um, he uh, made several different statements about several different lines. Most of them I can't remember. I was really fucking tired at the time. It was very early in the morning. Uh but No Mercy became very popular on TikTok after it, it became a meme of a girl uh, playing with a, a PS3 controller that was not turned on. So a bunch of people do at that and played with random things and act pretending to be her. Mm. And besides that, No Mercy doesn't really have that much to it. It's an Overwatch song. Yeah. So you can probably imagine what it's going to say. No Mercy, obviously, a, a reference to the character of the same name. Mercy, that is. Uh, it, it came out in... I think it came out either early 2017 or late 2016. I think late 2016. Alongside... Uh, alongside I Can't Fix You. Patience song. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, I, I think that... Um, lyrically, obviously... It's there's mm-hmm. a lot of really weird, not weird, but like a really dis, oddly descriptive imagery. Yeah. Again, I think the first verse is definitely a a strong point for the song for the song. Yeah. Because it's I guess it's so full of the imagery. Like when you say it's when you read get to the line, the clock's running out, running out. Although I should be rushing, you can kind of see the whole like it's a timer. And it's taking down. Uh-huh. You can see. You can see that the TV. Obviously, you can see a TV. Yeah, but it's just it's uh, it's similar to "Can't Wait" in that way, in which "Can't Wait" is uh, "Can't Wait" talks about how a lot of people think it's about crowdfunding. I personally just think about a guy who overworks himself. Mm-hmm. But uh, the clocks running out thing is similar in the way that uh, the verses are a conversation. Uh, and the, one of the last lines of, uh, I think, the uh, second chorus, count down the minutes till I miss this deadline. So, obviously, the guy is overworking himself, doing several things at a time to try and get something finished. So, I think that Can't Wait comes before Lazy in the timeline, which is actually would make sense, because Can't Wait is right before Lazy in the, uh, in the album uh, order order mm-hmm, mm-hmm. yeah uh that actually might be a good transition to go into can't wait because we have spent nearly 10 minutes on lazy <laughs> yeah i think that's actually pretty pretty damn impeccable yeah. timing timing because i mean i think we've said a lot about what we what yeah, we both about, appreciate about about uh lazy yeah 
but uh, Lazy, if you want to listen to it, uh, Zero One is on Spotify, all that. Apple. Music. I will put the link for that in the description, for Spotify at least, because Apple Music is complicated. Alright, yes. <laughs> it very uh, much is. But I will right, put the Spotify to... link down in the description, for sure. Let's move on to Can't Wait. Maybe we can spend five, five to eight minutes. Mm-hmm. Now I can't wait. Which uh, shouldn't be should be more than enough time. Uh, Lazy's not that long of a uh, not lazy. Can't wait is not that long of a song. Mm-hmm. I believe it's like two minutes. I think uh, on the Spotify list it's two minutes. I can check real quick. Uh, yeah, can't wait is two minutes and forty five seconds. The shortest of the entire album. Uh, as I said previously, uh, the verses are a conversation. Uh, you can hear it just from the first few lines. Hey man, I have an idea. I said that last time, but this one will be the big one. Um, obviously, talking to someone who he has talked to before about starting up a project, maybe a work project. Some, a lot of people, again, think it's about a crowdfunding campaign, such as Kickstarter, Patreon. Uh, what else? <laughs> I mean, uh, um, something I think is... Um, I've noticed that when I listen to this, it reminded me of... I, I mentioned this last session, too. So I'll mention it again. It reminds me of the song by the Vamps called I Found, yeah, I found, I found a Girl. And the mm-hmm. chorus is literally goes like... It's like, I found a girl who's in love with a girl. She said yeah. that she's tried, but she's not into guys. It's like, that's what the chorus reminded me of, even though it's it's that that very. I don't call it the like One Direction chorus because it's not because they had a very the very pop sound, but it's kind of the five the five star sound, which in yeah. turn is kind of like the like the if you use All Time Low and Blink One Eighty Two together, that very mm-hmm. crowdy crowd chorus, crowd can sing along and stuff. Yeah, uh, uh, I can hear that chorus in. And can't wait because the chorus is uh i just can't wait to die oh just can't wait to die and then it says a few other lines uh i uh i know i should be fine and i cannot tell you why but i have lost my mind and i just can't wait to die uh it's a very i mean a very blunt chorus very 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 in, that way. Very in your face and truth and honest yeah uh, it's, it's saying exactly what's on their mind. The guy overwhelms himself with work to the point where he falls into suicidal thoughts. Mm. Uh, but besides that, I there's no really deeper meaning song like there is for Twenty One Pilots songs or uh, I don't know how songs. Mm-hmm. Well, actually, um. Kind of brings me to the point that I had also mentioned last night when we record when we tried to record. Um, uh, it's um, as me, someone who works in the industry, who's been on and off in the music industry in the local scene. Mm-hmm. You kind of do get that. I guess it kind of works with lazy too, with that um, with that mindset of my my hits or my my good stuff is several years old. Will I make good shit again? Yeah. I guess it, so. It kind of because like when you, when you go into the in, in, into the industry, professional industry of this mindset of I have a huge bar to set for myself, right? Mm. Because you know it's your first big thing. Mm-hmm. You know maybe you've like 
played a few shows, local shows here and there. But like you've never had like yeah. a your own professionally made album. Yeah. And stuff like that. So you kind of went into go into it with this mindset of this is a really large bar to set for myself. I have to get to this bar and if I don't I'm a failure. Right? Mm-hmm. So it's you're working yeah. so much and you push yourself so hard that you're just like I'm wasting so much time. Which kind of goes into the 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 ver- the last second to last the, the two lines at the end of the second verse. I'm wasting my 20s. Maybe I'll just maybe I'll quit and just work at a Wendy's. Right? Yeah. Alex. Stop. Alex isn't even going to be working at Wendy's anymore. Oh. Hug. Hug. Um. <laughs> but yeah, it's, so it's, uh. it's, a, it's that very much that same mindset of, is what I'm doing good enough for me? Not for, yeah. not for my engineers or my producers or my bandmates. Is it good enough for me? Uh-huh. And that's such a high thing to hold yourself to. That when you listen, you know, listen to it, I think I, with all, my, all the shit I've done work, with work in the past... It very much um, fits with this song. It's like, at this point, I'm just wasting my life. So I just yeah. can't wait to, for it to be over. Whether or not a it's, very, a, it's a, sui- you know, a, su- in a suicidal, like, if you consider that like a suicidal way, or you're just like, I'm wasting my life, I'll just keep doing this until I die. Yeah. Uh, in a very, I guess, bare-bones way, Can't Wait is really just about a guy who keeps on starting project after project, overworking himself until he just falls into a depressive state and doesn't want to do anything. Which uh, a lot of people, unfortunately, do. I know a lot of uh, a lot of popular bands or YouTubers may overwork themselves to the point where they need constant breaks or they, uh, they just want to stop, mm-hmm. which, unfortunately, has happened to some. Like uh, Logic recently. Uh, retired not only to become a dad but also because uh anything else to say about can't wait any final notes um i think that's the whole point the whole i guess overarching thing is that it's just a um it 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 very it well where it lacks in lyrical imagery it makes up for in word choice and metaphors yeah I think you're right on that. So, yeah, I think that's really it. So um, let's let's move to Sunburn. I'm, I really want to talk about okay. Sunburn because we had a good conversation with this one last session. Yeah, we had a very nice conversation with Sunburn last session. So um, I guess uh, I'll once again bring up the not just visuals, but the instrumentally, it's a very 80s aesthetic. Yeah, instrumentally, it's, uh, I mean, in my opinion, instrumentally, it's uh, the second best on the album. Mm-hmm. Uh, with the best being Animal. I just love everything about Animal. Um, but Sunburn, I love 80s style stuff. Uh, which is probably why I like Scaled Nicey so much. Um, but uh, Sunburn on a surface level is a pop song. I-, I wouldn't really call it pop rock. It might be a little indie. Mm-hmm. Uh, maybe alternative in a way. Alternative is very much a broad term. Mm. So... I would call it pop more than anything. I don't think it's rock, really. Uh, it reminds me of... I guess it reminds me of uh, sort of like uh, Van Halen, maybe? Yeah, kind uh, of. Like a, that, like not om- almost yacht rock, but le- like over, over the edge of yacht rock and more of just the 
you're in the car driving down the de- driving down a desert highway at like 80 miles an hour and just sh- straight roads no no cars windows mm-hmm. down blasting blasting something like this yeah i would um I actually listened, re-listened to the song today and realized that at the uh, at the instrumental break after the chorus, uh, the part where it goes, I said it was a synth uh, synth last night. It acts, it's actually not. It's uh, it's an electric guitar doing that. Mm. So I I I mean I guess it can be kind of rock in that way, but I wouldn't I wouldn't say it's rock whatsoever. It's definitely more of that eighties pop, kind of like jump. Yeah, like the yeah dude, sort of like jump. Dude, 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 dude. Do, 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 do. Might as well do. jump. Go! Yeah. <laughs> Might as well uh, jump. <laughs> we're gonna get fucking copyrighted for singing so many songs. <laughs> yeah, we're gonna just be talking about the song and then copyrighted for him. Uh, Alright, I think we can move on to the lyrics now. Yeah, um, the lyrics are sunburn. definitely where we are gonna have a good conversation. Yeah. Uh, in, verse, in the first verse, I realize that the, the we didn't really talk about the verses last night we're talking about the chorus and the bridge because the chorus and the bridge are so heavy with emotion narrator mm-hmm. but then we didn't really realize that verse the first and second verses is talking to someone talking to someone about how they're being sort of manipulated maybe by mm-hmm. uh by uh they're talking to a girl uh, by her boyfriend, it seems uh, to me at least, uh, maybe different to you. Do you have any other opinion on that? Seems like it's a how I think I described it last night is it's the the narrator or the speaker and the subject, this girl that he's talking to. Mm-hmm. They cross paths, but not romantically. Yeah, they they cross paths. They might be uh, might be friends. My man's got friend zone, uh, bro. <laughs> Seriously. I know how it feels, man. Uh, but uh, in the chorus, we moved so quickly from verse to chorus. Uh, the chorus, um, it's very, very descriptive with how the narrator feels about this girl. Uh, and then in the end, he, he realizes that, I'll, I'll just say the lyric. Uh, my daydream may be fake, but babe, you are too. And that is so relatable to so many people. To the point where when I heard that lyric the first time, I think I started crying. <laughs> because there is no real perfect person to be with, I guess. Mm-hmm. You think of this perfect person in your in your mind... I mean, you can just hear from the chorus. You say my name and the world turns. Hold me in your arms and my heart burns like the sunlight. Uh, but then it just crumbles down to the point where he realizes that they are not real and they won't be because that person does not exist. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because that's... Obviously, that's, we um, have that, this, this bond... Uh, I think this is where we had that real bonding moment. Yeah. Because uh, we, uh, we talk... It's like both of I have I both of us both of I there are more both there are more of you <laughs> both of me uh both of us have had uh I don't mean to like bring up any triggers or anything both of us have had very uh deep relationships with other people when we re- when we realized that they may be different people 
first place. Yeah. Uh, and the person that we thought they were just gone. Yeah. Not exist. Because we remember the things we most fondly remember now are the memories, not who they are. We remember the memories. We're I can't remember the, the word. <laughs> we miss the memories. We don't miss the person. That's the thing. Well, uh, I that mean, kinda happened, that, that happened with me, at least. I, yeah. I felt like I had missed them. But you missed, um, the, mem- you missed the idea missed, of them. And you I missed miss the idea of them. I didn't miss them. Because I knew, I think I knew deep down that they were a different person than who they really were. Or who mm-hmm. I thought they were. Uh, and then who they really were, I, I know who they are now. I still talk to them sometimes. Um, uh, it's it, it's sort of like the bridge. We can go to the bridge because the bridge, kind of, I think it's relatable to both of us in a way that kind of hmm, happened. Kind of how we both felt, I think. Yeah. Uh, the bridge reads: Love is blind when you are staring at the sun. You close your eyes because you've got nowhere to run. When you lose your head, your heart has nowhere left to turn. Let it burn. Let it burn. I'm yours until you've had all your fun. That line so, hurts, dude. Yeah. Uh, I'm yours until you've had all your fun. If you don't understand that, then what, what it means is basically I'm yours until you are sick of me. Until you're bored of me. I am yours to throw out once you are finished. Mm-hmm. And then, uh, love is blind. Basically, you're, well, it's just pretty much restating. Love is blind. Bl- yeah, love is blind. Blindly in love, uh, staring at the sun is, uh, I assume, would be me. Would be looking at. I do that. not condone condone staring at the fucking sun. <laughs> yeah, do not stare. Sun. Do not stare at the goddamn sun. It's not good for your eyesight. Uh, you close your eyes because you got nowhere to run. That's 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 a coping mechanism. When I was going through my breakup, I would uh, not sleep, but <laughs> I would close my eyes for long periods of time because I just wanted to. Be, um, I wanted to be back then, but now. Yeah. Uh, when you lose your head, your heart has nowhere left to turn. Um. I I mean. I, 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 I still don't understand what this one really means. You could probably understand it better than I could when you lose your head. Maybe head over heels. When you lose your head, your heart has nowhere left to turn. When you stop thinking, your, your, you, your heart is hit, hits a standstill. Yeah. You, you kind of, it, it, what I'm interpreting is it's you kind of, you know, you lose your head. You, you, you don't think anymore. Yeah, you don't think... So then your heart is just like, what the fuck do I do? Yeah. Where the fuck am I? <laughs> it's, like a, it's like an old lady who just escaped from like the nursing home. Like, and it's like, yeah. I like Walmart, like, excuse me, do you have any crepes? You know? <laughs> crepes. <laughs> so it's like that. Obviously, no disrespect to the, to the ladies in the nursing home that happened to escape. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, it's uh, it's. I think that's what it is. It's when you you stop thinking and your heart's like, "What do I do now?" Yeah. Um. Which, yeah, I I would assume so. Let it burn is probably a play on words, not only because 
the sun is compared to the person that they are in love with in the song. So Let It Burn uh, is a play on words for sunburn, the name of the song, and also Let It Burn as in fire in their, their heart that they feel because of the person that they're in love with. Uh, and then we already talked about I'm yours and had all your fun. I do want to go back to that, though, because, again, I think, I don't know, I feel like this will be important to relay the relation that I currently now have with the song, now knowing the song, that we, well, that we both have with the song, of yeah. that. It seems like the, both the people that we, both the really, oh, at least on my end, the really shitty person I, was, I happen to have been with, Mm-hmm. Um, got bored. Yeah, lost her head, and her heart said, "What the fuck do I do?" Yeah, I I get that. So it's yeah, I it's it's very much this is one of those songs. This has been one of the songs for me that I listen to, and I'm like, this is literally with my ex fiance. This is absolutely identical to the entire yeah. feeling I had with after. Our breakup. Yeah. Because again, like uh, you said earlier, the, you might have, in your mind be like, this girl is perfect for me. But then you get to know him. Mm-hmm. And you, then you stay yeah. with him for a year, two years, three years, four years, you know? Yeah, I was only with her for a few months, but I, I thought she was my soulmate. No, I thought mine was my soulmate, and we were together for four years. I spent $500. I dropped five, 500 on a ring, dude. Yeah. He's, uh... I was ignorant to think that, I think, because I was 14. Yeah, but yeah, so I think that it's just that you, you, you think you know somebody, and you think that uh-huh. this girl is, this girl is my, my world, my, my perp, my one, the one thing that's going to keep me here. Well, then yeah. you get down to it, and, and you, you get down to brass tacks, and you know who they are, and you learn, and you're like, in my case, it's like, you 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 get if you finally come to that decision, and you make that realization <laughs> of, oh hey, I walked in on her yeah. in bed with her with her supposed best friend, yeah. you know, yeah. and so you, it's like you realize the person that they really are, yeah, and it just it crushes your spirit. Mm-hmm. You don't sure. it, and then which kind of also goes full circle back to that when you lose your headline, you lose your head. You don't yeah. know what to do. Your heart doesn't know what to do. It doesn't know if it's longing for another relationship, longing to get back with that person, or just wants to stop. Yeah. It's, it's definitely one of the more heavier lines that I've, I feel like I've ever heard from a song. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. It's because it not only relates to me, but it relates to a bunch of different people who maybe have been cheated on, or they just feel like they bore their significant. Yeah. Uh, I just love the song. I can't put into words how much the song is, as along with all these other songs. Uh, I think that's a good place to end Sunburn. Yeah, I would not, definitely let's not recommend. Let's not start letting the water works flow. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Sunburn is uh, one of the ones I'd recommend more. It's probably my third favorite on the album. Yeah, I think it's my third favorite. So definitely check out Sunburn, if any. Well, and Animal. Uh, 
Yeah. Uh, I um, don't think we have enough time to talk about what I want, but we. Well, can how long have we been going for? I, my my thing doesn't show uh, me timestamps, so. Forty three minutes and ten seconds. Forty three minutes. We spend a lot of time on Sunburn. I think that's. Yeah. I think that's saying something about how much we really love this song. <laughs> yeah. Um, I mean, I do you want to that... very briefly touch on Animal a little bit? Yeah, we can touch on Animal. So it's not uh, really because really there's not much to talk about Animal. It's very straightforward. Um, it's yeah, it's very straightforward. The song is about depersonalization or derealization, whatever you would like to call it, which basically, well, that you don't feel like yourself, which is one of the lyrics. Um, it, when I was going through a phase of depersonalization in my life, I felt like I was not, well, because I knew that wasn't me. I knew how I was acting was not who I really was. I more felt like I felt like a psychopath. I felt like whenever things didn't go my way, I wanted to hurt something or someone. Mm. Got to the point where I wanted to avoid people because I knew I would just get mad and I would want to hurt. Them. I didn't want that to happen. I didn't want. To yeah. So instead, what I did was. Uh, Trap myself in my room for about two months and listen to this song nonstop. <laughs> this song really helped me in the way that I realized how aggressive I was really being, and that how being depersonalized is not a good thing, and you need to realize that sometimes you just have to fucking take shit as it comes at you. Because I was not dealing with it as I should have at the time when I was mm -hmm. going through all that. I was more just like, I don't fucking care. I don't care about anything. But then I, I realized, man, I, I can't just say that. <laughs> I need to do something. So the song means a lot to me in that way. Uh, the, uh, you can see it as the choruses progress. It has There's three choruses in the song. Uh, it builds onto the chorus every time there's a new one. So the first one, there's like five or six lines. And then the second one, there's even more as he gets more depersonalized. And then the third one, finally, uh, by the end, he gets very aggressive, uh, as I was. So I could heavily relate to this person, whoever was singing this, which I, uh, I believe is one, uh, according to the lore, mm -hmm. our story. Um, but yeah, I... I just love this song. the The instrumental is techy, so you might not like it if you're not into, like, I don't know, Daft Punk, maybe. <laughs> if you don't like Daft uh, Punk, I don't know why you listen to this podcast. This is a Daft Punk friendly zone. Yeah, Daft Punk. <laughs> Yo, all my homies love Daft Punk. <laughs> exactly. Uh, um, yeah, uh, I do. I to hop back to the depersonalization thing. I've been. Mm -hmm. I I have. It's it's strangely real you don't really think about it if you when you don't experience depersonalization or derealization you're yeah. like oh you just kind of lose or your, when you don't think you're in it you, you just kind of lose like you're uh you're just like oh you just don't think you're you but then you don't realize what it actually does to you until you have it happen to you yeah but and i think that this I, song is very beautiful and how it does it especially lyrically because you brought this up last session, so I'll bring it up this time. Um, end of verse one, it's like a creature from a nightmare. 
Then you go to verse 2, last line, I'm a creature. I'm like a creature from a nightmare. It's so the, fir- the first verse kind of switches to that. It's kind of like that panic attack is part of it, right? Yeah. But then as the song the progresses, where... it just gets further and further into... You get further and further into his head. Yeah. He really got to the point where his uh, he thought something was taking over him to the realized to real uh, to the realization that's what I mean to the realization that what's taking over him kind of just himself exactly I'm like a creature from a nightmare I'm doing this not someone else mm-hmm. and that's what made me realize man I <laughs> I need to fucking stop because if I don't then I'm going to do something terrible mm-hmm, mm-hmm. that I should not do. <laughs> yeah, I mean, Which but I, I guess think a lot of people realize. Obviously, we, me and you, we talked about this already. I, I think that the song <laughs> is just beautiful in its yeah. dark nature. But I also think I that it's. While beautiful, I won't say it's flawed, but it's. It's a lot. It's a. It's a bit. It's a large pill to swallow, on on, yeah. on first listen. You know. Mm-hmm. You really need to look into the lyrics. To, I think uh, to understand. Understand really. Exactly. They never really. This is one of the uh, more underrated zero one songs. I don't see many people talking about. Yeah, I think um, it's. It. This is. Uh, this is. Um, I guess you could say a masterclass in songwriting, or in descriptive yeah. songwriting. Masterclass, I guess. Yeah. I do. I forgot what I was gonna say again. Man, I'm terrible right now. <laughs> uh, I guess uh, I can't really put into words how much this song means to me. It means like it means everything because it it really changed my life because I I had to go through that and realize I I just I can't be doing this man I can't like I can't hurt people even though I, as much as I wanted to in that moment because I I got angry so easily the smallest thing that someone would mention about me or about someone I love I would get so angry at them mm. to, to the point where I would like them out or just leave the call and block them. Or, heck, I even threatened to punch my sister at one point. And then, yeah, I I just can't thank this song enough, even though the, the creators of it don't know and probably won't know me, so they won't know how much it has done for me. Uh, yeah, I'm I so, mean, I, I hope that uh, they see this and they actually check it out. Yeah, I would I'm, obviously I'm so, be awesome if they so could grateful. see it. Yeah, I'm really, I'm really grateful to them for making this song, and I, I hope that they can keep on helping people through their music because I think a lot of people, a lot more people will listen to this, and a lot more people will be helped by this. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I absolutely adore Animal and Zero One as a whole, and I would 100% recommend that you listen to it. It's just amazing. And I can't I can't overstate that. Yeah, I'm 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 currently in that same boat of obviously it hasn't changed me like it's changed you, right? 
Yeah. You have more of a personal experience with this album, so obviously mm-hmm. it's changed you way more than it's changed me. So, yeah. but I, even then, Sunburn and Animal, mm-hmm. if you li- to whoever's listening to, if, if you're listening, um, the two songs you need to listen to from this album are Sunburn and Animal. Yeah. Easily. Hands down. I think Easily. they are, one, the, with the exception of some parts of Animal, the easiest to swallow on a first listen and actually yeah. process everything about it. Yeah. Um, especially Sunburn. Sunburn is more... It is, I, th- I think Sunburn is slower than Animal. It's less to take in at one mm-hmm. time. Mm-hmm. Uh, but Animal is very high-key, I guess. Mm-hmm. <laughs> the opposite of low-key, whatever that may be. Uh, touches on personalization so if you have a trigger with that then i would Go, recommend that take you in either, take yeah, caution yeah take caution uh i would still if you're going through that right now i would recommend that you listen to it even if you're not i would recommend you listen to it because it's just if even if you don't understand the lyrics or don't want to it's still just a bop mm-hmm. it's a bop and a half yeah, so, so, I mean, I think that we've obviously both touched on the recommendation and the importance of the album because, like you said, it's something that, with a lot of things, it's, a, it's just something you can't put into words. Yeah, it's just kind of, for sure. if someone if, if someone's like, why does this mean so much to you? It's like, just listen to it. And you, know, it's, it's, yeah. it, you kind of have to just force it down their throat, kind of, mm-hmm. or open that door up. It's like, then listen to it. Like the door is yeah. right here to go and listen to this. Listen to it, then you'll under- yeah. you'll understand why this means so much to me. Yeah. So yeah, sure. I mean, I think, I think that about wraps it up. I think we're a little ahead of schedule too. Yeah, we're uh, we're at fifty three minutes fifteen seconds right now. Sheesh. So, uh, I think that's a good place. I think it. And yeah. Go listen to zero one. <laughs> <laughs> It's just a all-around amazing album. It's on Spotify, Apple Music, and you can even listen to it on YouTube. They have a few music videos for it. I I would rec- recommend the Sunburn music video. Amazing, amazingly animated. Yeah. Also. So yeah. Um. Uh, yeah. That that um. Yeah. That that that'll wrap it up. So um. Yeah. Yeah. I'll put I will put this album in the description. A big thanks to Joker for being on here. Thank you for having me. A big thanks to all of you guys. (laughs) A big thanks to all of you guys for listening. Um, A big thanks to Living Tombstone for making a really fucking good album. And, um, yeah, this has been The Phonic Files. Thank you guys for joining. Hope you guys join us next time. Later.